Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please be advised, Little Miss Recap contains adult language. the podcast where we know what the americans is and it was an amazing show and everyone <laughs> should be ashamed of themselves my name is amy i am your host and i am here with the amazing leslie dj welcome leslie hi amy how's it going it's going okay how are you um i am well considering i just met with my dissertation chair for the very first time oh and you know, he seems like a good fit. He's really excited and he has like these things where you got to like meet little deadlines and stuff rather than some advisors just kind of be like, all right, at the end of the term, you submit this first draft or something. Whereas right. we'll have weekly meetings and that's what I need. Yeah. To stay on track. Yep. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, and then you're going to be Dr. Leslie DJ. Yep. Dr. So DJ, exciting. if you're nasty. That is very exciting. <laughs> Um, tell me what is going on with your new photography project because I'm in love with it. Oh my god. So I'm doing a photography project with a Barbie. Her name is Libby. And you can follow her on Instagram and her adventures at LibbyDoll.nyc. So I just started this because I haven't I used to be a photographer. I used to do concert photography and then I used to take photography courses and all these things and I used to photograph like all kinds of stuff. And I hadn't really taken pictures in a long time and i really missed it and so yeah. i was like hmm you know with the barbie movie coming out and like i keep seeing dolls everywhere and like these dolls now are more poseable and they're movable like before yeah. they just have the stiff arms and legs and you yeah. know you yeah. barely move them now they're bending they have joints and everything so you can make them do cool things so mm. i started taking this doll i took it to her first new york liberty game and <laughs> so cute <laughs> she was like cheering and the and people behind me were like this is the cutest thing i've ever seen and i'm like okay thanks because i thought you were gonna say i'm crazy because mm -hmm. i am mm -hmm. but thank mm -hmm. you um yeah 
So I'm hoping that she becomes the mascot at some point. (laughs) I was obsessed with Barbies. Not when I was a kid. In my late teens. Me too. My whole life. I used to babysit my um, ex-husband's little sisters. He's from a family of seven and they were all younger. Mm. So like his his youngest sister was only two when I started dating him. So I would babysit them and I would play Barbies with them all the time. And my Barbie's name was Emily Bronte. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a nerd. (laughs) Wow. That was quite nerdy. Like as I'm saying out loud, I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Um, I want to know the important thing. Have you seen the trailer for Sister Wives season 18? I have not because I do not watch Sister Wives. Oh, Leslie, it's the most important two minutes of film of our lifetime. <laughs> so I know that two of the wives up and left. I know that. Yeah. Christine and is gone. One of like the really, one of the core ones left. That's my yes, understanding. Yes, that's Christine. Mary is gone. And now we have, we know Janelle's gone in real time. Mm-hmm. But like we're seeing the trailer of this is going to be Janelle's awakening. And she's actually, this is a family that always knew they were on camera. Do you know what I mean? So like they, you can see the, like the fuck you like kind of bursting out of them, but they would never say it because like they were always conscious of the camera being there. Gloves are off in this trailer. Let me tell you. Janelle's like, fuck you, Cody. Oh my God. It's so great. It's so great. A and woman Cody's talking like, Maybe back I should to be the husband. devil I am. It's so fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah, because mm-hmm. whenever I would see the trailers for that, because this has been on for like a million years. Yeah, 18 I always, seasons. I mean, yeah. I was like, this is so culty looking. I don't like that. It seems mm-hmm. a little creepy. And I don't know. Well, now that the women of- are rebelling, I kind of like it. A lot of us came to Sister Wives, I did anyway, after Big Love on HBO. So I did Big watch Love, that show. Yes, was Loved phenomenal. It. It's not with, okay, so there's two bills, a Paxton and a Pullman. Mm-hmm. Paxton is the dirtier one that you would have a one night stand with. Pullman's the one you want to marry. So which was which one is in Big Love? Is it Pullman, right? The one that died. That's the one I know that's in it. Okay, all right. Um. Anyway... That show, I feel like, was the gateway drug to polygamy for me. Mm. And I really got into Sister Wives when it came out. And it was around that time in the aughts where, like, the Duggars were on and yeah. uh, John and Kate plus eight. Like, TLC was having a moment. And they were having they a baby fever. Because I remember mm-hmm. the first time, the first show I watched there on TLC, because it was the learning channel, Yes, was, was a baby story and you'd watch yes. a woman giving birth in yes. like the first few days of the late you know after the baby's born it's really cute and you can't watch that and not cry you just can't i know and yeah. i don't even like babies nor desire to have one ever <laughs> and i was like this is so cool <laughs> well we are here today to talk about and just like that season two episode five trick or treat before we get into it, let me just say, guys, we are going to be covering Sister Wives on Little Miss Recap. It's going to be me and I think Amanda and Stephanie. I'm not sure because we're all wow. super fans. The three of us are crazy super fans. So stay tuned. Subscribe. Get in our Facebook group, which is called Little Miss Recap's Backdoor Friends. Don't ask any questions. Just go with it. Just join. And um, Just join. <laughs> and so get in that Facebook group and subscribe so you don't miss August 20th, 
Sister Wives season 18. Okay. So let's talk about it in just like that. Overall thoughts of this episode, because last week was a dumpster fire. I feel like this week might have been a little better. What do you think? This is the episode that I walked to the set of. This was the one that was oh, being okay. filmed okay. Um, when I saw the crew. And Cynthia Nixon was in the little director's tent. That's why I knew that she was directing mm-hmm. that episode. And, yes. and I just kept casually walking by to the bagel place. And then I would cross right back and be like, oh, I forgot something. I kept trying to pass by. <laughs> it was She's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's so obnoxious. But I did not make it on air, clearly. Um, but yeah, it was just so... I was so giddy when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Because I just, that was like the dream was like to find the crew at some point of Sex in the City and like just walk there. And also, I don't think they ever done Halloween other than in the movie briefly. Um, right. Because Carrie's always in a costume, so you can't really tell. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I love Halloween. So I was, I was like, okay, okay, let's see what you got. Here, here are my thoughts on this episode. It felt more like the series. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like series have changed so much since the original series. Like the original series had 18 episodes a season. Right. So you had time for like these filler episodes or these episodes where not much really happened or blah, blah, blah. And it was fun because it was like a half hour and it was not blah, blah, blah. It was but like 22 I like, minutes, I think. Yeah, I feel like when you only have 10 episodes, like... I don't know. This just felt like nothing much really happened here. I, I mean, aside from Miranda and Jay, I feel like that was. Yes, we needed but that. But like, I don't know. I just guess I wanted a little more meat. But I believe that it's is weird. more true to the series. I think that this show, even though it's longer, I think they're like hour long. I don't even know. Because they're 44 minutes. I know. 44 I, minutes. I, okay, so I, it's I like doubled up. one of those 44 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so it's double. It's like two episodes in one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I see things like, you know, the little Halloween party, which we'll talk about. Everybody's dancing. It was cute to see Anthony dancing as the devil. Love yes. it. Yes. You know, LTW looking hot as hell. Love yep. it. But yep. did we need that? No. But this is why it was placed, just to do the Hamilton callback. That was all. Yes. Yes. That was the purpose. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So we open on Miranda's phone alarm going off at 5 a.m. And Che is pissed because they don't they didn't go to bed till 4 a.m. But Miranda has an early class and we learn that she is going home to wake Brady up. And this drives me crazy. Why are we waking our like 20-year-old son up? I don't I don't know what's happening there. Well, in this instance, it's because she feels immense amount of guilt because she ruined okay. the family. Okay. So that's why she's trying to like- play nice. Yeah, I feel like real Miranda would be like, get your ass out of bed and run your own life. She probably would have called them and be like, hey, wake up, call. Get the fuck up. So she's, Brady comes downstairs in that amazing townhouse they live in. And so she's good. she's carving a pumpkin and she's making pancakes. And Brady tells her, like, you don't have to come here and make breakfast every day. But she wants to. And she wants to try to take care of them and... Then she's like, oh, we should decorate the stoop. You know, we have to do something for the stoop, whatever. Um, Later, Carrie and Miranda are headed to Charlotte's fundraiser. And Miranda is not in costume. But Carrie is. And Miranda doesn't think she is, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Did you listen to the Writer's Room podcast? I sure did. Okay, I did too. So they were talking about this. Yeah, the SJP was the one that suggested this person. Yes, because he was going to put her in Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? Yeah. Audrey Hepburn. What's her name? 
No. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn. Yes, yes. Okay. So um, Carrie's dressed as Helen Gurley Brown, writer and founder of Cosmo, circa 1970. And Miranda's just ribbing her like, oh, I just thought this was how you dress every day. Like, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. And Miranda says she's cranky because she's in the Bermuda schlepping triangle between Chase, Brooklyn, and Columbia. So now we have Miranda's back in school. Yep. Thank the Lord. I don't know. Time is, so it's, so when she was with Chase in California, was that summer, summer break? And now we're... I think it was summer because I think at the end of the first season, that's why Louisa and Brady were going to backpack through Europe in the summer. So I think, yeah, they were summertime. This is moving really fast because next it's episode we have snow. It's winter, yeah. Yeah. So is he doing an episode a month? I don't know what's going on here, but we're moving. I don't know. And their explanation for it wasn't that sound. Because they were kind of like, yeah, we're going to get through these seasons and through the, And it's like, we don't have to do anything, honestly. We could just fucking let the story breathe. But okay, <laughs> right. I'm not in charge. Okay. <laughs> so Charlotte also doesn't think Carrie's in costume. Miranda whips out a clown nose. That's her contribution. Charlotte is dressed as Elizabeth Jennings from The Americans, who you know is Carrie Russell's character. And she yep. looks just like her, and it's amazing. And, and I love the, the thing with the, the cheeks that she was doing with, like, the face. Yeah, oh my and she God, just keeps, so like, moving her hair onto her shoulder. It's, it's so her. And Harry is dressed as Philip, and that's Matthew Reese's character, and that's hilarious. That hair. He's got a wig on and everything. It's pretty good. Um, At the party, so this is, like, a, a killer party. I'm assuming it's for that school that sucks up all their money. Oh, um, Seema is there, and... Dr. Nia Wallace is there as well. And she's mm -hmm. as she's dressed as Eartha Kitt's Catwoman. Yes. Seema says she and Nia need to go to a five-star hotel bar to meet a man. And Carrie's like, I'll go with. So this is something on the writer's room that they were saying that they interviewed one single woman. Yeah. One they woman. They said a single woman. They did not say we interviewed a focus group of single women. We interviewed a single woman. And she said, this is where you go to meet quality men. Yes, okay. that one person. Why yeah, don't they go to one, one of the Roni housewives, like the New York housewives, the yeah. one that just got demoted because they're not doing anything. They would love to consult on this shit. They're always, you know, they're like on the hunt for dick. Like these women okay. are okay. 50 plus and they're just, well, 60 <laughs> plus actually. And they're just on the hunt for dick. It's sad. Okay. And I love every minute of it. And I'm going to miss the old school Roni, but that's just me. Okay. And that's Moving the housewives on. thing yes new york housewives okay. the new season yeah. with the reboot thing starts this weekend and i'll okay. watch it oh you know jenna Lyons is in it so i'll watch it we'll see we'll see okay ltw is dressed as the bride of frankenstein she's dancing with anthony and she looks real tall next to him with that hair oh my god yes and the she's wearing boots i think she looks mm -hmm. really tall and herbert shows up who i just call husband I hate that I even know his name now. I wish I didn't. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's undignified to be dancing with the devil. And LTW's like, well, he's gay. But and Herbert's like, the that. press isn't going to know that. This that That's something out of 2002. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. That needs to go away. That thinking Yeah, you could dance with queer people because, you know, they're not going to hit on you because men are so disgusting and predatory, which a lot of them are. But it's like, come on, guys, do better. Do better. Do better. I agree. Um, she's like, he knew all the parts to TLC's creep. Like, she names all the parts that he knew. 
And he's like, well, we can't let the press see this. Okay, whatever, husband. Charlotte and Harry are explaining their costumes to everyone. And Miranda, like, cannot let it go. Miranda and Carrie have, I think, a toxic friendship. I really do. I feel like they judge each other all the time. Oh, yeah. And Miranda's like, you're really going to a hotel bar to pick up men. Like, what is it? Why do you have a problem with this? I think that that was very true to Miranda, though, because she was Miss Judgy Pants. Everything yeah, that Carrie I don't did like that. was big. She was super judgy with the Russian, which, you know, deservingly mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But it's like she always had an opinion. But when you go and tell her about herself, she doesn't like it. She can't handle it. No. Mm-mm. So at home, we see Herbert dressed in his. Uh, George Washington costume from Hamilton, which was yes. pretty funny. His actual costume, you guys. Like, he's actual said, costume. I could bring it in. Yep. And he's like, oh, the British are coming and they have sex. It's okay. I mean, I could get behind some historical cosplay, I think. Mm. Some JFK? Some RFK? So I could then get you get that. to be Marilyn. Mm hmm. So at Charlotte, oh, you just gave me a great idea. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> So Timmy, hello. (laughs) At Charlotte's, she and Harry are watching the Americans just in the middle of the day. I mean, I thought he was like this huge, successful lawyer. How is he just in the middle of the day? I know. Chilling and watching the Americans. And Rock comes in and says that a modeling scout has asked them to model. And Rock hands Charlotte the card and it's a scout from, now they keep saying Ralph Lauren. And it drives me crazy because isn't it Ralph Lauren? Or am I saying it wrong? Maybe we're saying it wrong. That's how I said it. But I guess it's Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. Harry's super skeptical. He's like, this is to catch a predator. Like, what is happening? I don't like this. Now, there were two guest appearances in this episode. Mm -hmm. And I recognized them both immediately, probably from very different places than you recognize them. Peter Herman? We're going to meet our first one here. Okay. Carrie, Seema, and Naya are at the singles bar, or the hotel bar. And they're talking about how many dicks they've seen. And apparently, Naya has only seen one. Andre Rashad. You know, we can't just call him Andre. No, because he's an artist. Yes. (laughs) And he has um, two names. And Carrie's like, oh, I haven't seen that many. And Seema's like, I've seen a bazillion, whatever. Now, Matt from Beverly Hills Now 210 comes over. (laughs) Did you recognize him? That's who that is. Yes, he's the lawyer that they all go to. Oh yes. my god. Yes, yes, yes. My brain Daniel just Cosgrove. exploded. Mm-hmm. He hits on Seema, and I just wrote, there is no way. She is so far out of this guy's league. There is no way she that she's so going hot. home with this guy. And can we just admit that she is a new Samantha? She is legit Samantha. She is. She can pull 20-year-olds. I mean, mm-hmm. there is no fucking way this woman has to deal with this guy. Nope. She's the new Samantha. I'm here for it. I'm here for her. Seema is the only home run of this entire series. I think that Seema would do well, like, you know, with the Beverly Hills housewife style of dating a really rich old dude and just being yeah. taken care of because she's yeah. so fabulous. She doesn't really yes. need the money, but it'd be a nope. nice bonus. Mm-hmm. That's the setup she needs. So they go upstairs and they're making out and he discloses that, yes, his name is Ed and he also suffers from ED. Little on the nose there, writers. Mm -hmm. And then he pulls out a penis pump. Now, Leslie, have you ever seen a penis pump in 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 live action? No, Mm -hmm. never. 
Me either. But you know, Papa Mar, Maddie Mar, always talks about it with his dad right. and the pump. Yeah. Yes, I remember. It that. wasn't oh an God. external pump, though. Remember, he had something yeah. where his yes. Um, I've no like I've known people who've encountered penis pumps. I've never seen one personally, but Same. you know. So, all right, now we're at Chase, and Che and their friends are playing video games and smoking a ton of weed and keeping Miranda up, and it's like 3.30 a.m. And I'm like, are you in college? What is happening? That's how comics comics live. (laughs) How about what they said on the writer's room? Was it on the writer's room? No, I forget who said it. Somebody in the conversation of, and just like that, said, I'm beginning to think it's not Che I hate, it's comics I hate. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you could separate those two, but okay. And Che is not a good comic. I don't know. We'll get to that. Right, we'll get to it. Now we see Carrie standing in the bike lane. She's on the phone with Seema. Seema's telling her about the penis pump, and she's, like, so distracted that she doesn't notice a guy crash into her in the bike lane. And this dude has a broken wrist. So Carrie takes him to urgent care. Now, I immediately recognize this guy. Where did you know him from? Younger. And as Mariska Harkate's husband. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. Okay, I know him, Peter Herman. As Dr. Michael Burke from Guiding Light, he is the man who cloned <laughs> Reva Shane. I remembered wow. him immediately. I can't even remember my kids' names half the time. And I looked at this dude. I probably haven't seen him in 30 years. And I was like, oh, Michael Burke. I knew him immediately. You know, funny story. I've actually sat next to him at an event. Um, mm. In college, I went to a theater school. I was a theater nerd. And I got a BA in theater arts and with a concentration in playwriting at Marymount Manhattan. And Mariska Harkate was there. She was like doing a speaker series because they used to bring actors and like different performers to talk to Mm -hmm. like the students. And she was on stage and he was sitting next to me, you know, in the crowd supporting his wife. 
And at one point she did kind of like mention him and he was blushing. He was like, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I turned to him and I was like, that's really sweet. You're so supportive. And he was like, yeah, it's her day. I don't want to take away from her. And I'm thinking like, no one knows who the fuck you are. I don't. And then I realized (laughs) years later, holy shit, that's the guy from Younger. I sat next to him. He was so awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So yeah, mm -hmm. he was so sweet. He was really nice. I did have a a brief conversation with him about like um, just dealing with like, fame in new york city and he was really mm. like chill about it like yeah it's not people don't really bug them they could kind of yeah. go about their way that's cool that's yeah. cool he's a nice did dude. he did he bring up his role on guiding light or... he did not <laughs> okay. he did not want to talk about himself at all that's why i didn't even okay. know he was an actor because he was just like i'm just her husband like he just okay. went in as i'm yeah. just her husband see i like that that's pretty yeah. cool okay so Carrie helps him fill out his forms and his emergency contact is his partner. And she's like, oh, a partner. And he's like, no, 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 a business partner. We're like in tech. This business partner, uh, he he says it later. He's like, we're like Lennon and McCartney. Then this asshole's McCartney because y'all know <laughs> how I feel about Paul McCartney. Um, he is so annoying. He's like a little narc. He just keeps calling on that phone. And I don't know why everyone FaceTimes. Leslie, how many people in your world FaceTime you? Jesus Christ, my mom sometimes. You know, but she's a mom. mom sometimes who gave birth to you. Yeah. She's allowed to FaceTime. And and you know, my my bestie, because I want to see my god kids. So we do FaceTime like okay. that. But I'm not just gonna call you and be like, Amy, get on FaceTime. Like No, why? it's so weird. It's so weird. But apparently he keeps doing this. So I, I don't know what's going on. And when he's leaving, his credit card is declined. So Carrie thinks he's poor. More on that later. Okay, Harry comes home and Charlotte and Rock are cooking and it's something out of like Norman Rockwell. Like Charlotte has the apron on. Rock is suddenly like okay with everything and he's mixing up cookie batter. I I don't know what's happening. She was like, they were doing like the thing with the carrot, like with a carrot peeler or something. Oh, and here I am saying it's cookies. See how my mind works? It was cookies (laughs) in my world. They zoomed with the Ralph Lauren people, and it's going to be a conservative family shoot with Rock wearing a polo shirt, just like I did when I modeled for Ralph Lauren when I was 15 or whatever. Harry's not having it. He's like, I feel like this is a, uh, what's the Liam Liam Neeson? Taken. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a Taken situation, and I'm not Liam Neeson. I can't get us out of this. Like, something's he keeps saying something is off about all of this, which will he be right? We don't know. That's something so that feels, I would have thought, you know, instead yeah. would have like, mm, I don't know. Well, and he keeps like his thing is that they're going to exploit rock, which TBD. I could see that happening. Yeah. So now Naya and Miranda are chatting about Naya's one night stand that she had picked up at the bar, which was a very handsome gentleman that she went yes. home with. But she's another one. She could pull anybody. Mm -hmm. And Miranda tells her, I'm not getting any sleep, you know, but I have nowhere to go. So Naya offers her Andre Rashad's music studio. (laughs) So Andre Rashad won't have anywhere to sleep if he comes home. Because now, do you buy for one second that, uh, and I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but that Miranda has to go to a used furniture store to get a single bed. What the hell was that about? Drop the hundred bucks at Ikea. It's what are you not doing? That, you could get like one of these like memory phone mattresses from Amazon. 
comfortable yeah. as hell. Super yeah. cheap. So weird. So weird. Anyway, later we see Carrie and she's visiting George Campbell, Peter Herman, Dr. Michael Burke, whatever you want to call him. And he has an amazing apartment. Leslie, how much do you think an apartment like that costs? That's over like 10 million. Easy. Because yeah, it's in New York City. So yeah, that's crazy. Yes. And he is absolutely rich. And Carrie says, I'm here for lunch and I'm going to offer my hands for, you know, writing and stuff like that. And she's like, is this weird? He's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. So they talk about how like she thought he was hard up for money, but clearly that's not the case. And he's like, oh, I've had successful apps. Like I'm good. Then they just start making out. And yeah. then uh, the real life partner, McCartney, comes in. And it's like, bah, 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 bah. like, he's such a narc. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, you are harsh and my mellow. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you doing? Anyway. He's probably someone that's super single because he just oh, threw himself to the work, to those apps and wants him to be, you know, the partner and everything. Yeah. So Carrie leaves. Now, Che and Miranda are having dinner and they're discussing the pilot. Now, what do you think about this dinner and Che's joke that they made? I don't even remember it. What does oh, that well, say? I'm going to refresh your memory, so get ready. Miranda's eating spicy curry, and uh, Che says, mm. Miranda's telling Che that she's going to move to Naya's, oh, I'm sorry, Andre Rashad's room, and Che is like, oh, okay, no biggie, and then Che's like, the only thing I'm worried about is that spice all over your lips, because you know I'm not trying to have cur curry lungus later. Yeah, oh, now I remember. my God. Yeah. Who wrote that? Where do they live? I'm mailing them an envelope of anthrax. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, it's no, just a joke. It's just, she's being facetious. Just, just um, probably MPK, whatever his name, Michael Patrick King. Yeah, probably him. Yeah, probably. Those are his kind of jokes. You know, <sighs> here's the God. thing about that podcast. It's actually a great companion because... First of all, watch the episode first, like they say, and then listen to it. Because a lot of times you go, why would they make this choice? And then you find out. They will tell you why. Because some of these are ideas they've had from like 20 years ago that they never used. And they're trying mm -hmm. to shoehorn in. And Amy, as a writer, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a, like a project and did something and kind of moved on from it, but said, I kind of like the core of this or like the idea of this, I'll save it for another time and try to like rework it later on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And sometimes you're successful and sometimes, other times and you sometimes cannot. you have to know when to let things die. Yeah. You have to, yes. you can't do it all the mm -hmm. time. It doesn't work all the time. Yeah. I and had this idea. I had this idea for a play. I swear to God, I think it was the best idea I've ever had. It cannot be done today. It cannot be done. It's and it's not like it's not a politically correct thing. It it involves technology that is extremely outdated. Oh, so okay. like unless you're gonna do today. a period piece, you know, you no, can't do it. No, I couldn't do it today. But I could do it, but change the technology. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because the core of the story was like the quirkiness of of really specific small industries and how they are all in competition with each other and stuff. Like that can still work, but I would need to like, I, I don't know what these writers are doing. And I will tell you after listening to that podcast, these writers think they're doing a great job. Oh my God. They they're are, like, oh it's my God. Circle so jerk. Yes. It's just like, oh, oh. Yes. You know, it's disgusting. It's, I just yes. made a horrible face. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
She just went like with her little my little hand. Okay. Like, uh-uh. Let me describe. Let me describe why. <laughs> Leslie just she just had her hands like she had little baby penises that she was jerking off, <laughs> like teeth, like milking teeth. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Anyway, but it is. It's very self congratulatory. You're just like. Really, guys? Really? Okay. So now we have a photo shoot. And Charlotte shows up and she's wearing all vintage Ralph. And B, the stylist, does not look very impressed with this. They're just like, okay, come on, Rock. Like, I don't know who your mother is. Later, we see Rock posing for uh, on a trampoline, like posing for their shoot. And Harry comes in and he's in his American's wig and he sneaks into the shoot and he's trying to infiltrate it. What are your thoughts on this? I never felt more awkward. <laughs> like I felt <laughs> the awkwardness. I was like, oh no, please don't do it. And then trying to be like, yo, and like trying to talk to the guy. And I was just like, oh my God. Wait, he but it was so just... cringe, but in like a yes. cute way. He wasn't just talking to the guys. It wasn't like a Steve Buscemi, you know, like, oh hey you kids on 30 Rock. This yeah. was he's going up to the director and he's going, So what's going on? Any sex shoots? Like he was like they got him horrible. arrested. They're like, this is a family shoot, like, dude. He's like, oh, all right, all right. It's so weird. So now Charlotte sees him immediately, and she scoots over and she's like, "You need to get the fuck out of here, because if Rock sees you, it's all downhill." And you're just jealous that I'm the happy or I'm the fun parent for once, and you're the heavy. And he's like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it." So now we get Miranda and Carrie secondhand bed shopping, which I can't imagine. Okay. Is that even legal? Because when I first got married, when I first got married and we had zero money, we did have a secondhand bed. However, it was from a relative. Okay. Okay. Not from like a random place. It wasn't like a warehouse on 86th Street where you're just like, you know, grabbing something. This this was weird. And Carrie should have been like, I'm loaded. Let me take you to Ikea and get you a bed. You know, I forget that Carrie's so fucking rich. Because yeah. I keep thinking of old school Carrie from Sex in the City. I forgot. She has, you know, big, big money. money. Literally. So she yes. just, why doesn't she help her friend out? I would, listen, let me, let me tell you. I would help my friends through a divorce no matter what they needed. This is yeah, ridiculous. Same. I would be like, are you sure you don't want me to spring for a mattress? Because yes. I got the moolah. You know, just yes. make a stupid joke or something. And I could see Miranda being like, no, no, you know, it's temporary. That's why I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. But it's just gross. It's weird. So Miranda says she and Naya are going to live together and be like the angry Laverne and Shirley. And then Carrie tells her about George, like, oh, I met this guy and blah, blah, blah. And that's that's kind of the end of the scene. Nothing really happens. Now, this is the big scene here. Che is watching the focus group. Oh. And in the most meta thing ever, mm-hmm. the people bring up the scene about crying. And one person says, you know, this just makes the non-binary experience look really sad and tragic and the person who says that is i'm assuming non-binary that's how che refers to them and this person says che feels phony sanitized and is a dad joke performative version of the non-binary experience all of america stood up at once and said yes yes 
Yes. You heard us. You got the note. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Finally. Mm-hmm. And then do you want to discuss how the writers feel about this? Well, let me just finish the sentence real quick. Jesus. So the guy running the focus group is like, does anyone else have anything negative to say about Shay Diaz? And everyone raises their hand. Now, <laughs> yeah. go ahead and tell everyone what the writer's room podcast said about this scene. You guys, they were so proud of this moment because they were like, you know, when we started just like that, we thought, let's bring this non-binary, cool, comic character. People are going to love them and blah, blah, blah. And then they were like shocked by how they were received, which was not well. Everybody hates Che, mm-hmm. basically. And um, they were just like, oh, so, you know, they just kind of wrote that in. So they basically took I guess, Twitter comments and like wrote it into the script. Cause I was like, I've seen these comments before. Well, and not even that, I don't know if you caught this, but Michael Patrick King basically wrote this scene to shame all of us. Yeah. Cause he's like, I wanted people to see how that feels when somebody hears all of these negative comments and there's actually a person that is hearing it. And I was like, okay, dude. Okay, boo fucking who you're in showbiz, that comes with it. Now I will say this. The actor who plays Che Diaz. Amazing. Can really act. Yes. And in moments where we see them fighting with Miranda about this and being upset about this, I'm like, and, and even go back a few episodes to the, the weight conversation and stuff. I'm like, this person is not a bad actor. Right. It is truly the character that it's we are material. all hating. Mm-hmm. So why they the writers would hear all of the criticism, clearly understand it, and not just write this person out of season two is beyond me. That is that is yeah. some white confidence, white man confidence right there. Um, Michael they, were, Patrick King. they just kept saying like, yeah, so, you know, we took all of that in. We heard you. We didn't mm-hmm. understand. How can you we not heard you, like but We're going to continue to shove Che down your throats. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But sa- Sara Ramirez is just so talented and Agreed. I feel bad because people probably think like they suck and it's like no it's not them it's it's the character they're right. portraying it's the lines right. they're given yeah maybe they're just trying to like so let me let me just get through the next scene that we'll talk about Miranda's ranting about corporate tv and you know she says what do a bunch of strangers know about your experience? And Chase says, a genderqueer person from Brooklyn tanked it. So like ABC thought, if they don't like it, no one's going to. And Miranda starts screaming that they could eat shit. Everybody could eat shit. Everybody could eat shit. Sorry, that's my dog. Even ABC can eat shit. And Chase like, this is not helping. And guess what? I can't afford the big, beautiful apartment I bought with only a pilot deal. Like Who an idiot. Who does that? Who I know, does that? I know. And Miranda's like, you'll make another show. I'll be your cheerleader. And she's like, come on, Che, come on, Che. Like doing this weird chant. And Che's like, she screams at her. Che screams at Miranda, sorry. And they're like, this is my identity. This is my life. And I need some space. So if they write Che out of this right now, I'll I'll say good riddance and this is good timing. Yeah, this is the best exit strategy right here. Yes. Because Miranda now has to deal with the aftermath of her divorce and her infidelity. And then what does that look like when the person you left your husband for is no longer there for you? You know what I mean? Like that would be an interesting dynamic for her and for Steve to be like, you blew everything up for nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can you hear my dog? No. 
Okay. So, yeah, I think that this is the opportunity, writers. Take it. Take it. Because we don't, like, our hatred for Che, our rage level at Che is, it's simmering. It's not real high. It's not boiling like it was three episodes ago or last season. Yeah. So, like, last take the was... win, take the W, and skadoodle. Okay. Um, later, Seema and Matt from 90210 are having sex, and he finishes, and she doesn't. So she gets her vibrator out, and he has a real problem with this, mm -hmm. which is weird because those two things are not the same. They're not, they don't do the same things for people. So I'm not sure what the, why he's conflating these two things. I think it's just that, like, oh, it's, you're disrespecting my lovemaking skills because you did <laughs> not get off. Gross. <laughs> So he gets angry, he leaves, and then we see Carrie and her guy making out on the bed, and uh, Narc, Paul, calls again on FaceTime, and he's ranting that he didn't get the deck, and this dude is like, I'm going to send it over by messenger. Like, these guys work in tech, why are they sending things by snail mail? I don't understand I what's happening. Don't know. And Carrie's like, look, I gotta go. You're clearly in a relationship with this dude. And this <laughs> is where he says, like, we're like Lennon and McCartney. And she's like, yeah, and I'm not Yoko. Like, yeah, that okay. was that was cute. Can we lay off the Yoko hate? But that's another thing. Yeah, but that was like typical <laughs> sex in the city humor. So I was like, yeah. oh, and, cute, and she, humor. She didn't malign Yoko too much. Yeah. So I was okay with it. There um, was literally a punk band at some point, like an indie band called Don't Yoko Our Band. Wow. At some point, I remember this. In the oh, early cool. aughts. Give me time. their number and I will fight that uh, characterization of Yoko Ono. <laughs> so then she, then we have the voiceover. And just like that, George and I were over. But at least I got back on the bike. And that's it. That's our episode. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't terrible. It was better than last week. Yeah, I definitely. Oh, and then in, yeah. in the previews, we see Steve's still not looking for an apartment. Yes, that looks good, actually. What's I going mean, on? Steve is like, this is my house. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, is he just telling the therapist what the therapist wants to hear? Is he playing nice guy in front of the therapist? Like, see, this is a good storyline. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Because let's say they have a conversation with the therapist. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're trying to get along. And, and then she goes, so when are you moving on? I'm not moving. And it's like, but you just saw the therapist that you were like, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, that's yep. something there. Yep. More of this, writers. More of this. Yeah. No more Che. Like, we don't need to see Che ever again. No more Lyle. Even though I like the the actor who plays him, Oliver Hudson. No more. We don't need it. Just yeah, Che, what, che and Miranda. Che asked Miranda for space. Let's give Che lots of space. And do not do just one episode or, like, mm -mm. half an episode. I, I need, mm -mm. like, the rest of the series, you know? Yeah, Which I feel yeah. bad. I don't want to get, you know, like, Sarah Ramirez fired or anything. But it's like, I don't like this character. Unless they're going to do, like, a total revamp. It's like, how do you save this person? The only thing I could think is maybe Che loses everything and gets super humble. Yeah, because I think the writers were saying that people hated how cocky Che was. Yeah, and Michael Patrick King's, like, all proud of himself, like... Well, I wrote a confident character. No, that's not confidence. That's no, cockiness. Like and it's... totally unlikable. And everything yeah. that they said in season one was like a cliche. Well, well, give me another five minutes. I'll give you a ten. Like, nobody talks like that. 
Nobody talks like that. Nobody talks like that. All right, um, Leslie, let me tell everybody what's coming up on Little Miss Recap. So yeah. a few things. This You're going to be hearing this. Um, my sister and I just did the Wham! documentary. <gasps> oh, my God. So I need to watch that. that. I'm so it excited. It was fun. It was, oh. It's very light, but it's Good. very fun. I love George Michael. There also mm-hmm. is like a George Michael documentary that came out not that long ago. Oh. That you could probably find, I think it's like on Max or something. You could probably I need find to see that as a companion piece, yeah, or on mm-hmm. Prime. I just know that I see it like advertised, and I remember seeing getting a press release on it okay. like last year, I think. Yeah, and then um, we also recorded a short episode 15 20 minutes on the Emmy nominations, Ooh. so that's out. No one just and... like that, no, <laughs> no, 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 Che Diaz was not nominated, oh. and um. Then we're Amanda and I are going to be back with uh, Yellow Jackets season one. We're going to cover, and Stephanie and I are doing our guilty pleasure Yellowstone season five. See, that's John the Dunn. thing. I'm like <laughs> Yellow Jacket, Yellowstone, which is which? I do not know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very different shows. Very I different bet. shows. <laughs> one is like cowboyish, and the other one seems apocalyptic. I can't even say it. Apocalyptic, yes. Yeah. Yellow Jackets is apocalyptic, and Yellowstone is like Succession set in Montana on a big ranch. Huh. I just watched Succession. Oh, I started it um, so good. a few months ago, and I totally binged it. And mm-hmm. holy crap, if Kieran Culkin doesn't win an Emmy, I'm going to I think he's going to win. Mm-hmm. He needs to win it. Like, fuck Jeremy Strong, <laughs> Kieran, yeah. all the yep. way. Needs who would have thought that Kieran would be the hot Culkin? Like who? I know, I know. I grew who up loving it? Macaulay. I was like, who that's my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and now it's Kieran because now I'm a cougar. Yeah. And Macaulay's pretty rough. Like, yeah, did not age well. Um, can you tell everyone what you have coming up on Sinister Girls? Um, well, right now we're taking a little break for this week because I'm going to start recording next week because we have a few guests that. Their albums are releasing more like August, September-ish. So I'm just like mm-hmm. waiting, you know, so that way it's not so stale because then a lot of times I'll interview these bands and everything is set to go and then they change a whole bunch of tour dates or they change like half of yeah. what they were talking about. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't work now. So I don't like holding interviews for too long. So that's why mm-hmm. we're going to start next week. And then um, we will have, I don't know when, but Miss Fifi Dobson, who has been on the mm-hmm. podcast before, has a new album coming out later this year and we are promised that she will be back so i'm excited about that so follow us at sinister girls and also follow my barbie libby doll dot nyc she's super cute she has tattoos and piercings super cute she has a little fro she's so cute she kind of looks like me kind of like how i want to look can i make a suggestion sure you should try to get andrew from wham Oh my um, god, I would die. He might, he might be into like doing press right now. Yes, I should reach out. Yes. Oh my god, I would yes. die. That's Let so us know. Awesome. Keep us updated on this. Yes, I will. I'll try. Okay. I'll put it out there. Oh my god. So I was supposed to go see Shania and Twain on Tuesday and I was sick and I could not go. I couldn't sell the tickets mm. and it sucked. Mm. And then some person tried to scam me over their phone. It was like a whole mm. ordeal where I okay. almost had a mental, bre- mental breakdown. Oh, It was so bad that I recorded 56 minutes of this conversation because this person was claiming that they were part of the DEA and that my identity had been stolen 
and that in Texas, on the border, they found a car with 32 pounds of cocaine and it was registered under my name and there was blood samples in it. So they needed to clear my name. So I needed to mm -hmm. draw my bank account so I could give the money so I could clear my name. Clearly, mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. So I am going to use that audio and try to create a little podcasting about it because the way they get you it's so crazy because it got to the point where they made me leave my house. But I was like, okay, you're telling me to go to Target to buy a federal wallet, you know, whatever. They just wanted a gift card, essentially. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And they was like, I'll stay on the line with you. I felt like a hostage. And I, you see me, I was sweating. I was nervous. And I'm just walking around the streets of Washington Heights looking for a cop. Because I was like, wow, I have to tell a cop about this because I was really scared. I was like, I don't know what these people are, if they're even in the States or if they're here, if they're watching me. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I watch a lot of true crime and you see that CTV camp footage of the person going into like a Target or Walmart and then never yep. coming back yep. or whatever. And I was like, yep. no, that ain't going to be me. No, 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 no. I watch See No Evil. Yeah, I know exactly. all about this. Yeah. So I just went straight up beeline for a cop and I was like, mute the phone. And I was like, this guy's saying DEA, but he was like, this is a scam. Hang up. Trust me. Do not give them any more information. After Good. that, this person proceeded to call me a total of 18 times and I kept declining, declining. And then this person, this officer, quote unquote, sends me the most bootleg Photoshop photo of an ID badge that I've ever fucking seen. Wow. It's I need to hear this whole story. You're doing a podcast about it? Yeah, I definitely okay. will. So I'll let you know when right. that's out because let it's just know. outrageous. Well, I'm glad you're safe and I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad I didn't, you know, give them my money because I don't really yeah. got money to give. So yeah, <laughs> jokes yeah. on them. None Good of luck. us do. All right, girl. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Follow us on Little Miss Recap on Instagram, Little Miss Recap on Facebook. Uh, leave us a review. Five stars helps keep us, keeps the lights on, keeps us in uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, coming yep. up in those search results. And leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you're thinking of Che Diaz. We want to know. And if, you know, you leave us something, well, maybe we'll play it. Do you love Che Diaz? Like, <gasps> what if Tell Che us. Diaz leaves us a voicemail? <gasps> it's like, mm. I hate you all. Mm, that would oh, make me no. sad. That would make mm -hmm. me sad. All right, guys, we'll be back next week with episode six. And thank you for listening. See you soon. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.